Everyone to the Wabay to the Daf Yom Yishur. Today's Yishur is Daf Pei Dalad. We'll begin on Pei Gimel. We're back at the two dots, five lines before the bottom of the page. Okay. We're starting with the question that Soli Hara asked on Yom Kippur. He, uh, he wanted to know. It was Machuk and Rashbag and the Rabbanan. What happens if a guy makes a condition that he's not going to inherit his wife? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he makes a condition that he doesn't want to get his wife's property, that'll work. What if he doesn't want to inherit his wife? So, Tanakhama had said that if he makes a condition that I want nothing to do with you while you're alive and while you're dead, he will lose his right to inherit her. Yeah. According to um, Rashbag, no. Since you make a condition against the Torah, because the Torah says you inherit her. Your condition against the Torah is not valid. And therefore, you'll inherit her anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what's back. Now, on, on the holiday, we learned this Gemara, and he asked us, what do you mean? Does that mean the other rabbi disagrees with the rule that you can make a condition against the Torah? Everyone knows you can't make a condition against the Torah. Who disagrees with that? So let's read the Gemara. Pei Gimel Amur Bet. Okay. Says the Gemara. Rashbag says, right? Four lines, five lines in the bottom. Amar Rav. Rav claims, Halacha ki Rashbag. The Halacha follows Rashbag that you, he, he's going to inherit it anyway. Velo mitameh. But not for his reason. He's right, but not for his reason. Now, he wasn't, Rav wasn't clear what he meant when he said that. My What does he mean when he said, when Rav said the halacha is like Rashbag, but not for his reason? Okay. Maybe you'll tell me. Oh, Rashbag says the reason why it doesn't work is because when you make a condition against the Torah, it not, gets knocked off. And Rav holds no. When you make a condition against the Torah, it does work. But there's a different reason why you don't hear it, right? The kasavar yushat habal. He says, when it comes to yushat habal, he says he admits that it's batel like kashbag, because usually your tenai works if you have a deoraita, but. Here, it's the Rabbanan, right? Mm-hmm. Usually when you go against the Torah, it's an eye, you go against the Torah, because it's a money thing, right? Okay. But when you do on a Rabbanan, sometimes the rabbis are stricter on their words than the writers. Mm. And therefore, since this is the Rabbanan, he holds the Rabbanan, therefore... He's, they're stricter and they make it patel. Even though had it been a doraita, it would be not patel. So in other words, Rashbag holds that on a doraita, when you make a condition against doraita, it doesn't work. We really hold, says Rav, that it does work. But in this case, since it's Rabbanan and it's stricter than doraita, it doesn't work. That's how we're looking at it. Yes. Rav says, oh yeah? Ah, Hara, what took you so long? No parking. When you texted me, no parking. I was leaving my house. 
I came here, found parking, found parking, sat down and taught five minutes, and then he came. So I know how long you're looking for parking for. I went around like... Every parking spot has been a Shemayim. So, I guess Hashem, you know, I had to walk a block, but I found the spot. <laughs> I went to V, I went to, like, that Oh my gosh. After T. The best block, I'll tell you, because you're in my class, the best block is the next block. East 9th. 9th to S&T? U&V. Usually the... Oh, U&V. Yeah, that's, yeah, where, yeah. that's where I was looking. U&V is the spot. They pull out. Okay, anyway. Let's go. But you have a... But the best way to get here is wow. this way. Walking? Yeah, I guess you're walking. <laughs> you ready? Okay. Ella. So, so, again, so what's going on here is like this, Tom. Rashpak had said in the Mishnah that if a, a man makes a condition that he's not inheriting his ladies, his wife... It gets knocked off because it's from the Torah. And when you make a condition against the Torah, you tell but tell you will inherit her regardless of what you say, what you say. That's your response. Rav said a, a, a cryptic statement. He said, Halakha is like Rav, like Rashbag, but not for his reason. So we don't know what that means. So we're tr- we, 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 we're trying the first the first thing what Rav might mean. Maybe Rav means that really it's true that you inherit your wife. But you inherit right from but not because you're making conditions with the Torah. Because really, Rashbag holds if you're making conditions with the Torah, it doesn't work. And Rav holds does. We hold it really does work. But over here, this is rabbinic in origin. He holds it you, when you inherit your wife, it's rabbinic in origin. And since it's from the Rabbanan, sometimes the Rabbanan are stricter than the writers on their things. And therefore, that's why the condition won't work is going into a stricter thing than the writer. That's but really, but the writer, we don't, you hold it against the writer, it doesn't work. I hold it against the writer, it doesn't work, but against the Rabbanan, the stricter, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah, is that true? The Sabah Rab, tonight I am, the Rab holding the writer, it works. I'll show you a different case. Normally, a person is not allowed to sell an item to his friend above the market rate. Okay, as a rule, it's called Ona. I'm not going to sell you. It doesn't make sense what I paid for it. Right? You, could, you could buy something for a dollar and sell it for a million if it's worth a million. If you get, get, a, if you get a deal on a, mil, uh, on a product right, and you buy something for a dollar, I don't have to sell it for $2. I could sell it for a sixth more. No, I could sell it for $100 more. A million dollars more. Why? Because that's the going rate. But if the going rate for a product is a million dollars, right, and I want to sell it for five, it's forbidden. Why not? Because everyone sells it for one. You can't sell it for five. You know how to cheat your friend. Good. Okay? Now, what if a guy wants to sell a product to his friend? He says, I'm selling it to you on condition that you have no claim of ona on me. If I, if I price hiked you, you can't do anything. You, 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 you give up. And he says, okay, I need it. Give it to me. Jeep. Right? Machlok at Rav Now, what's the machlok at? Rav, Amar Yeshachana. Rav says he could still claim ona on him. So you see that Rav holds when you make a condition against the Torah, it doesn't work. So don't tell me that Rav really holds that you can make a condition against the Torah, but this Javan is stricter, it can't be. Good. When we said halakha is like Rashbag, it means that when you get, go against the Torah tonight, it's batel. But not for his reason. Rashbag savar meta gershen. Because Rashbag holds that since he's going against the Torah, when he dies, when she dies, he inherits her. And Rav Savan met the Lord Because he holds him the Meaning, 
We agree with Rav's halacha. What's the halacha we agree with? With Rashbag's halacha, we agree that you can't go against the Torah. But Rashbag says because of that, because you can't go against the Torah, therefore you're not going to inherit your wife. And uh, Rav holds, yes, but since this is not, he, I don't agree that this is Doraita, therefore you will inherit her. And that's what you meant. Mm-hmm. Okay? No. If so, we're going with the reason that the, the statement was that Rav says, I go with your law and not your reason. Now he's going with the reason and not the law. <laughs> don't tell me that's what he meant. Because you agree with the reason that you can't go get the Torah and not the law that you inherit. That's, that, that, that doesn't matter. Good. Halakha ki Rashbag. When he said Halakha is like Rashbag, the Amma who says, if she dies, you'll inherit her. But not for his reason. The Ilu Rabban Rashbag of Savad Rashbag holds, In the Doraita, his condition is knocked off. Right? Tonight Kayam. But Rav holds, even the Banan is tonight's Batel. So the Machloket is, we agree with the law that you still inherit your wife. But he holds, in the Oraiti he knocked off, but the Banan you Kayam. And Rav holds, even the Banan you Batel. Rav is even stricter. Good. We wouldn't say that Rav goes like his. Halakha, uh, but not his reason, because he's going halakha and the reason he doesn't. He, but Rav just answered the reason, right? The halakha was you inherit your you inherit your wife anyway. The reason was you made a Rav holds both those things. What doesn't he hold them? He doesn't hold them the extra thing that that even drabanan. So that we wanted to say the statement it doesn't it doesn't fit. Ella, back to the drawing board. Halakha kereshbag damei meti hashen. Halakha is like Rashbag who says that if she dies, he inherits her. Again, really, you inherit your wife. That's the law. And the reason he said was because you're going against the Torah. And going against the Torah, it's, it's Batel. Rav agrees that that's true. That you're going against the Torah. We, like, like we saw earlier by the case of the Ona'ah, that Rav agrees Batel. But he says that in this case, Inheriting your wife is the Rabbanan, but the Rabbanan make it like a Doraita, and that's why it works. But really, I hold them all things. Okay? Good. Yeah, it was, so far, are you with me or no? So, so he inherits the wife. Well, he inherits the wife. Because Rab says, I hold like the rule, but not the reason. The rule is still there. The rule is inherit your wife. Right? The reason you said was because you went against the Torah. My reason is you went against the Rabbanan, that the rabbis made it strict like the Torah. So it's a different thing, me and you. Okay? Does Rav really hold that inheriting your husband, the, the, the husband inheriting is the Rabbanan only? I'll quote Rav. And you'll see from a statement, Rav holds that inheriting, the husband inheriting the wife is the right Watch. Okay? Rav Savar Rushat Abad Ramanan, he's a Tana. Okay? He says, Hayoresh Tishto. A guy who inherited his wife, and his wife had a field. And the field was bought from a family. Now the rule is all fields in Israel go back to their owners in Yovel. 
So if you buy a field in Israel, that's a steachusa, 50th year comes, it goes back to the original time. So let's say the wife's family had bought a field from, from the, so the Sabaks, let's say, right? So, and uh, now this guy, whatever the guy's name is, the Cohen family, dealing with the field for 49 years, the wife has it, the husband inherits it, right? Now, the husband inherits it, it, when your veil comes, he has to give it back to the original guy. Even though you inherited it, to give it back to the original guy. Because you only got the rights of the person who bought it from him. You had it for a year then. And you could have had it for a year or five years or six years or whatever it is. To give it back. That, that's, that's what Yochan Burgos says. Wow. And you subtract them from the value. Whatever that means. We'll see what that means. You subtract with the people you give it back to from the value. We'll see what that means in a second. Vihavina, let's clarify. My Kastafa, what does Rabbi Yochum Ruka hold? If he holds that the husband inherits the Oraita, why does he give it back? He, he inherited it. Why does he give it back to her family? Over here, I'm sorry. This is not a case where she bought it from someone. You just inherited her, and in the 50th year, you have to give it back to her family. Why would I have to give it back to her family? I inherited her. What is it with her family? Right? So, the, the case, forget the case I gave this is okay, right? So now, so if it's Doraita, if the fa- husband has... I think he's part the, of the family, so... No, no, he's not her family. He, he, she, she's got a maiden right? name. Yeah, she's a maiden name. Mm-hmm. So she, he's the number one, number one heir. But we're claiming now, even though he's the heir, and but in your family, you have to give it back. back. And, 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 and you subtract from the money, whatever that means. So if it means... That you inherited the right, so why have to give back? I inherited it's mine. If you eat the rabbanan, if it's the rabbanan, right? My, then my damin. Then why do you have to pay? If it's only the rabbanan, and therefore it's not like a, a it's not like he, he inherited her. It's just like a sale. Mm-hmm. So therefore, in your value, you have to give it back. So if so, then, damin, why do you have to subtract from money? Then it really is. Give, give it back. Just give it back and finish, right? So now Rav came to explain. Again, we can't figure out about Rav, whether he holds it's the right to the Ram. Rav, Rav, Rav says, Really, he holds it's the right to Now, that's going to be a problem for us, because we said you before that Rav holds it's the right to He went against us, Rav, and he said it's the right to So this is going to be a problem. We'll, we'll get through the whole thing, but this is going to be a problem. Right? He's really old it's the right to The case is where the wife had, inher- had gave, given him a cemetery. Her family, she owned a family cemetery, and he inherited her. And that's really for her maiden name family, that's their cemetery, right? And therefore, since it's I for the Mishpaha, that other people get buried in the cemetery, and not their family people, next to their relatives. Therefore, we make you give it back, but you, but you, but you subtract the, the money. Really, the husband inherits straight, but... And therefore, he inherits all the property. No the grocery back. store, he inherited. The apartment building, he inherited. The cemetery, it's a little hype. Because what this is, this is always the Cohen family. Now, the Levy is going to be buried in the cemetery. Yeah. And not the Cohen's, this is always that cemetery. The wife's family. So she, he has to give it back to them, but he gets the money. Mm-hmm. Got it? That's, that, that's how Ralph explains what happened. Now, right? When it says, when you subtract from the money he gets... So they get the right to buy it back from him. Yeah. So they have to buy it. So somebody is worth $10,000, $20,000, buy it from me. Now, what does it mean, subtract? Subtract the value of his wife's plot. Which means, since it's his, mm-hmm. right, his plot, so the, that plot is different. Okay, good. So Mara says, 
Another example of where, where it's aid for a family to lose a, a cemetery. The writer says if a guy sold a, his own cemetery, or the way to his, his own plot, or the way to his plot, which means there's the only way to get to the plot, is through someone's field and someone sold it, right? Umakom hispido, or a place where they make it a hispid for him. The, his family could come and bury him there against the will of the people who own the thing. Why? Because it's not, it's aid for the mishpacha. So you see that there's a concept out there that you can do things like that. And that's why we make them sell. Even though the husband, we make him sell. Good. But we see from here, that right, that Rav holds his deoraita, that inheriting the, the wife is deoraita. Uh, question. Rav really holds that you inherit your wife, Dilabanan only. So what was going on here? He was explaining a Ryokan Mabruka in the Brighta. There was a Brighta Ryokan Mabruka. We didn't know what it meant. Rav came to explain it. That doesn't mean he holds it. Okay? So really, Rav holds the Rabbanan. That's why he argues on Rosh Bargain. That's why he says, Halachaz like him, but not like his reason. Because I hold that really the Rabbanan. No, what do you mean? I heard you say it's the right time. I was explaining to the rabbi. It wasn't my reason. Got it? No, you didn't get it. Watch. We start, two, two seconds of a second, no, we're late. Okay? We start over the question. Rav says, Halachaz like Rosh Bargain, we cannot like his reason. Right? So we said, what does that mean? In the end, we said it means Rav holds that you, that you inherit your wife no matter what, but not because of reason, not because you're going against the writer, because really I hold the Rabbanan. I hold inheriting your wife to the Rabbanan. I said, oh, here you hold the Rabbanan. Here, I'll show you a case over here where we had the case of the, the, the guy who has to give back the, the, the thing to the thing. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Bruka had said that the guy has to give back, the, when you inherit a, a, a thing, you have to give it back to your wife and you get lost. Right, and we know what that meant. We said, oh, you know what it means? It means when you have a bunch of things and you inherit it from your wife, the cemetery, you have to sell it back to the thing mm-hmm. and you get it back. Even though really I hold the Doraita. So then, wait, wait, you hold, means you hold the Doraita? Oh, we caught you. You said, oh, when you argued with Rashbag, you said it was the Doraita. He said it was the Doraita. Now you're saying, no, really I hold, like I said over there. I argue with Rashbag, I hold the Doraita. He holds the Doraita. But here I was just explaining what that rabbi meant. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Good. Mishnah? Yeah. Good. A guy who died and leaves a wife. He has a bunch of people who he owes money to. He's got a wife who wants a ketubah money. He's got a guy he lent money to. How are you? He got a wife he lent money to. Right? And he's got uh, inheritors. Three people wants, want money. The wife wants a ketubah. The guy who lent borrowed money from wants his money. And he's got heirs who are waiting to inherit. Right, and he has by his house. He has either a loan that somebody he lent somebody he lent somebody his car or he lent somebody his uh, money whatever. Other people have it, so he he they, they want their money and they somebody comes and says hey I have by the way I have his car he lent me his car. Well it's a fifty thousand dollar car very nice now who wants it the wife wants who gets it. it the guy who lent the money money and the heirs want it who gets it. Rabbi Tarfon says, the the weakest one gets it. We'll see who the weakest one is in the world. Give it to the weakest one. Okay? Good, we'll see. Some, some rabbis do say that in the world. We'll see. Rabbi Kiva says, no. There's no mercy when it comes to judges. We don't say who's the weakest one. No. No mercy. Give it to the heirs. Give it to the heirs. 
Because all the other two, the wife and the guy who lent the money, they have to swear that he never paid them back before they take. Why the heirs, the what? Why the wife? The wa- Why maybe, does the wife have to swear? Because maybe he paid the Ksuba money. Uh, okay. Or is right? he married? He's married, yeah, but it could be he, 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 she demanded from him to get from him. And also the, the Balchov. But the heirs, for sure, the, the heirs for sure didn't, didn't do anything. And therefore, since, therefore, he says, he gets it first. He, okay. That is case one. Case two. Let's say the guy died, he left fruits in crates that he, 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 that he picked from his field. Okay? 25 cases of uh, of uh, avocados, avocados, hundred dollar a piece, twenty five pieces. Okay, that's twenty thousand dollars. Okay, right? Okay. Kol akodem b'hem zacher. Whoever gets it first gets it. Whoever first come first serve. Okay. They all have claims. Twenty five thousand dollars with avocado. You want to sell them to Sushi Tokyo? No problem. Wife gets it first. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Zachta isha yotem ktuvata. Let's say the wife takes it, and her ketubah was only $20,000, and she took $25,000 worth of avocados. Okay? Okay? Or the, or the debtor took it, and it's more than his money. What goes to the extra? Rabbi Tafon says, give it to the weakest one. He says, no, there's no mercy in judgment. And we give it to the Yashim, Kulam Tim Shwabi, the same thing, because they, they, they all need to swear and they don't need to swear. Again, the, the lady comes to court and says, Listen, I grabbed avocados, but my Kituba is only 20, and this is 25. What do I do with the five? Ask me, Tafon, what do we do with the five? Give it to the weakest one. Ask the Bikiba, what do we do? Give it to the heirs. They don't have to swear, you have to say, Otherwise, I have to swear, you don't do it. Good. Says the Gemara. Why do you have to talk about two different cases? In the first case, you mentioned whether I have a loan or whether I have a picadon with something I gave someone to watch. Which means that either I have a loan, I lent somebody money and the guy comes to pay me back, or picadon, I gave you my watch to watch, my Rolex to watch, and uh, now the lady wants to come and claim it. Why do you have to talk about both those cases, right? It's you need both. Rolex is the type of watch. The because if we would have said alone, that's what Tavon said. Because a loan is given to spend, and therefore, it, when you give a guy a loan of money, right, it's considered like it's automatically spent. But picadon, the where it's there, it belongs to me. And my mother, maybe he agrees to keeper that you have to give it to the, the heirs, which means. Rabbi Tafon only says that you give it to the weak one when it's a loan. Because the loan, it, I can't say it was the husband's all along and it belongs to the heirs. Because money is meant to be spent. And you have to get other monies, right? When I lend you $100, that $100 in your pocket is not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, as soon as I give it to you, it's, it's spent already. Now, you give me some other 100 back. When I give you my Rolex, that's mine. If I don't watch my Rolex, it's still my Rolex. Right? So since money is meant to be spent... Therefore, when I when the husband gives gave the the, the Rolex to somebody who was still his Rolex, and therefore there, Rabbi Tafon will agree that the heirs get it automatically. Only by money, maybe. That, that, that's where Rabbi Tafon says, give it to the weak one. Yeah, if I would have only said, had I only said... One of them. The... 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 the, 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 the 
Yeah, if always in long, yes. And if it would only say the case of the Rolex, oh, that's where Rabbi Kiva says that you give it to the heirs because it's a Rolex and belongs to belong. But by the money, maybe you give it to the weak one. That's only both. Okay? Good. Now we have to clarify who's the weak one. Michael Shell. Oh, here's Ralpho. Ralphie boy. Says the Gemara. You missed the awesome Gemara. We have to send this to Hara from, from Shabbat. We have to send this Gemara to the other, to the soul. You know, you know the guy who prayed with us on, on, on the... Elliot? Yeah, Elliot Hara. We should send it because there's a question here on, on the one to go. Good. Now. You with us? He's not related to you. Yes. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, okay, good. Says the Gemara. Koshel. What does this mean? You give it to the weak one. Which means you give it to the weakest one who has the weakest rayat, raya, weakest proofs. Who has the weakest proofs? Because the guy who has the weakest proof, he won't be able to go and collect from any real estate. And therefore, since this is non-real estate stuff, give it to the guy who has the weakest claim, according to Rav Yossi, so Rabbi Tafon, when he said give it to the weak, he meant to the guy with the weakest way to claim money. This way he could be able to get his money, recoup his loss. Otherwise he won't get anything. Only works if somebody took extra money. Ooh. The weakest only will get. Well, in other words, there's three people. If this guy has a strong one, he could go cut it from the real estate. So if we, Rabbi Tafon says give it, how he give it to the guy who can't do that? That's what Rabbi Tafon meant. And Rabbi Yochanan says, no, that's not what he meant. He says, it means give it to the woman's ketubah. Why is she the weak one? Because women, women have a hard time finding, navigating court systems and figuring out how to get the real estate out of them. And therefore, we meant give it to, when there's three people talking about, the and Rabbi Tavon said, give it to the weak one, he meant the woman, because women are always weak when it comes to dealing with courts, right? Oh, you deal with that, I can't deal with those things, right? So, similarly over here also, Right? Kitanai. So that's, we're saying the machloka between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yochan, whether it means the guy with the weakest proofs, right? Or the, or, or the woman's Kedubah, because you want to be nice to them, right? And Mishumachina, and the reason why we do this is because we want women to want to get married. If women see that other women get messed over and they don't get the Kedubah, so then they're not going to want to get married. So. We want to make sure the kitabah gets done because of that reason. Holds and it means the weakest proof and that's because it's the right thing to do. Give it to the guy with weakest proof. Because we want girls to get married. Okay, we mentioned the Mishnah. We said if you if you left crates of avocados right from the karka, then there was a machloket. What you, and someone grabbed it. What do you do with the extra stuff, right? Why does Rabbi Kiva say that we only... Remember the case was in the Mishnah? The case was like this. Yeah, the, the, the lady grabbed uh, cases of avocados, right? Ten cases of avocados. And she only needed for the Kiva ten uh, houses of avocados, warehouses of avocados. She only needed one warehouse. She didn't need all of them, right? Extra. So we said the extras you have to give to the weak one. Now, so, and Rabbi Kiva says no, whatever. We don't, no, I'm not going to do it. Right? So, 
why is he only talking about the extras? Even the case that the woman grabbed, Rabbi Kiva says you should give it to the heirs because the heirs got it. Why does she get anything? That's the question. Why does she get to keep what she kept but not the... Just the extras is what we do. What about what she didn't take it? If going to Rabbi Kiva says it belongs to the heirs, the heirs get it automatically. They get everything. Says the Gemara, in Hachinami, you're right. Really? Rabbi Kiva does disagree. He holds that they, that they get everything. Right? Because Rabbi Tafon was talking about the extras, so he also argued on the extras, but he really argues on the whole thing. He write, Rabbi Tafon says, the extras you give it to him. He says, no, I say you give it to him. What about that? That too, but the extras, I disagree with you about the, about the extras, that's what you were talking about. Okay? Rabbi really hold that grabbing doesn't help at all? Right? Meaning, even if, let's say, the Baal would have grabbed it while the guy was still alive. Mm-hmm. It works. Yes, grabbing works as long as you grabbed it while the guy's alive. But once the guy is dead, then the heirs already got it, according to Bikiva, and therefore there's no way to grab. Even though you have, have a ketubah. Nice. According to Bikiva, you have a ketubah that's nice, but we get it first. Okay? According to Bitafon, who says that you could grab fruits if the, the, the heirs didn't get it yet, where were they? Where were these fruits that you could grab? Why? Because... I mean, they were picketed from, they were picked from the field, right? Yeah, but if they're in the field, I guess we're assuming that they, that they, belongs, they belong to him. Right? That means the, the heirs have it. So then how could it be? Where, where, were the, where were the guy's fruits sitting that they were able to be grabbed? Mm-hmm. Okay? They have to be piled up in public property. Therefore, someone can grab it. Right? But if on the sides, look, then it wouldn't work. Like the sides of the public property, let's say in the like not in the street, but in the uh, you know an alleyway, then it wouldn't work. So even in the alleyway, it would work as long as not in his property. Property. Okay. So Rabbi Tefon is the one. Now, what's what's the halacha? We have Machok Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Tefon, right? Dun Daini Kibbi Tefon. The, the, they made a judgment like we did one they give it to the weak one okay so that's what they did you don't take it away and Rish Lakish says give it back to the kid Rish Lakish didn't agree he didn't like it right I mean the, the, the judgment they followed and Rish Lakish says no take it back why do you make him give it back you're making this law of Rabbi Kiva as if it's a Torah law and you're making it back. Because if, if a judge makes a mistake on the, on the Rabbanan, usually don't, you just let it go. Why are you, why are you making it like a Torah law? So now, what's the, what, what's the machlok to Rabbi Tafon and Rabbi Yochanan? Why does one saying to give back one not? Let's assume that they're arguing about the following case. The more savar ta'abed mishnah One holds that if you make a mistake on a Mishnah, you have to back it off. 
and back goes in. More so, another one says, no. It doesn't go back. I says, no. No, that's not the machlokim. No, no. Both of you hold. If you make a mistake on the Mishnah, it does go back. So what's the machlokim here? Here, 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 this is the machlokim. Okay? Halakha. More savar of Yochanan holds halacha can be kiva mechaverav. We hold like this halacha like be kiva when he argues on his friends. The lomer but not when he argues on his rebbe. So here he says he's arguing on his rebbe, right? Because Rabbi Tefon is his rebbe. No, Rabbi Shikish and Rabbi Yochanan are arguing about. They're arguing about what happens when Rabbi Akiva argues on his Rebbe. Okay, so one holds halachas like Rabbi Akiva when he argues on halacha always halachas like Rabbi Akiva when he argues with his friends, but not when he argues with his Rebbe. Okay, well, more so the other one holds on halacha afil even when he argues on his Rebbe, and therefore we hold like. We hold, therefore, we hold, even when he argues with the one, we hold like him. Right? So that's why Rish Lakish says you go like a bit of one, because he's the Rebbe. Yeah. And, by the way, when on the Seder, when you say, Ma'aseh, Bidabi, Eliezer, Bidabi, Yoshua, Bidabi, Elazam, Elazayah, Bidabi. So, Rabbi Kiva is sitting with his Rebbe, Rabbi Tefon, according to this opinion. Look at this Gemara. Right, it's not just all the old friends sitting around. We keep his rebbe. That's what our Gemara is saying. Yeah, you know that's that's part of the Haggadah. You know that. Okay. Right, the Ibayt Ema, another pshat. Okay, the Kulam Alcha can be a bekelamah. Everyone holds we hold like we keep it only when he argues on his friends and not when he argues on his rabbis. Right? Half of Chaim, more so Rabbi Zefon Rabbo Haya, more so Chaver Haya. It's a machlokit Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shakish whether Rabbi Zefon is the rabbi or he's a friend. Okay. That's way number two to get out of the problem of the machloket of Rishikish. Ibayt Ema, another pshat. Kula Alma Chaviro. Everyone holds he's a friend. One says that the is like a Rikiva, and therefore we hold like him. We can't go back. The other one holds Matin Itmar, which means we lean towards the Rikiva. We try to do like him, but. But the, if the Dayan doesn't have to, and therefore if he does it, we don't make it back. Go go back, okay? Here's a, now here's the actual case, okay? And the actual case happens to be dealing with relatives of Rav Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rav Yochanan is the one who says it goes back, and Rish Lakish says no, pass it the other way. So listen to what this is the story happened with the relatives. Kinved Rav Yochanan, the relatives of Rav Yochanan, tafas parad yatmi misitma. There was a, 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 a cow that belonged to the. Here you are, Chaim. Chaim made it. A little late, but okay. There was a cow that belonged to the Yitomim. And it was on the side of Mishri Tel Aviv. And the relatives of Yochanan grabbed it. Okay. After the Kameh of Yochanan, they came to Yochanan. Amalu Shabir Tavseh. He said, that's good that you grabbed it. After the Rish Lakish, they went to Rish Lakish. He says, go give it back. That's why he says, give it back. 
that fit what we said? Yes. Yeah, because we'll be tough, right? No, oh, right, because Rosh Hashanah goes against. He said they, he said they had to give back, and and Rabbi Yochanan said no, you made it like that. He said you don't have to go back if you, if you took it. Okay, fine. Hahu Bakr Diyatmi. There was a a guy who was watching the animals, a shepherd of the animals, like a cowboy of the animals. The Tafsi Torah Mine. That one of the one of the guys who lent money to the guy grabbed a cow from the cowboy who was supposed to be watching them. Now the Baal Chov claims, yeah, I grabbed it while the guy was still alive. And therefore, it's mine. And the heirs didn't get it yet. Okay? And the cowboy says, yeah, you grabbed it, but you grabbed it after the guy died. Okay? told him, you have witnesses that you grabbed it? Just like you could have claimed, since you could have said that you bought it, right? So we'll believe him when he says that he grabbed it when it was alive, when the guy was alive, because he could have said he bought it. He could have lied and said he bought it. How do you know the guy's still alive? He's claiming he did it when he was alive. I'm telling you, so he was alive. I saw he was, the guy was alive and grabbed him. And the other says, No, you didn't. He says, Well, Believe me when I tell you I did it alive because I could have told you I bought it. I have it now. Right? I said, oh yeah, you believe that? If you have small animals, there's no chazaka. So the fact that you hold doesn't mean anything because they, they wander around. So the fact that you're holding it doesn't mean that you hold, doesn't mean that you have it. I said, that's true for small animals. Shani Tura, the Mesira, because... Uh, um, these animals are different because you give them uh, they, they don't go too far they, 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 you give them to a cowboy and they stay with them and therefore they don't go wandering to eat and therefore you can have a chazakah if you have them okay we'll stop here